In this episode of the Renovation Radio podcast, we talked to one of the hardest working salespeople in the housing finance industry. Haley Duhon covers Central Texas for Arch Mortgage Insurance, and Haley has figured out a way to use her private mortgage insurance product to close the appraisal gap in Central Texas. Renovation Radio, because everyone is a work in progress. Haley Duhon, welcome to Renovation Radio. Hi there, Mark. How are you? It's a great day to be alive. How are you? Doing great. It is a great day. Beautiful weather here in Texas. I love it. I love it. So now, do you live in Austin proper or are you in between? Where where in Central Texas do you live, actually? Yeah, I live west of Austin out in Lakeway, so kind of a suburb of Austin. Okay. Okay. Is Is that towards San Antonio or is that towards Dallas or which direction is that? Ah, uh, so west, it's kind of like north of San Antonio, um, but west of Austin and, of course, you know, south of Dallas. So kind of central, <laughs> to be very honest, central Texas. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's beautiful yeah. country there. I've, I've driven through there a few times, and it seems like the whole world, or at least the whole, the whole state of California is moving there now. Have you all felt the oh, yeah. effect of the Californians? Yes, yes. <laughs> A lot of them are moving into my neighborhood. Wow. Well, we we got. I guess I guess we got to keep the slogan "Keep Austin Weird," right? So I guess they'll probably contribute yes. towards that. <laughs> we love it. So now you are not from Central Texas, or maybe I have that wrong. But you're are you from Houston originally? Yes. So I'm from Houston um, originally, right outside of Houston, Katy, Texas. Born and raised, um, and then I moved to San Antonio after college, and then to Austin for my MI position with Arch Mortgage Insurance. Woohoo! So, uh, what college? Um, I graduated from Texas State University in San Marcos. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. And then, um, so give us a little, give us a little bit of background. Like, how did you go from college to? Uh, being one of the most dynamic mortgage insurance uh, salespeople in in the industry? Yeah. So my mother is actually in the business. Um, She's in the mortgage industry. And so she kind of helped me get into the role that I'm in today. And um, I interviewed with several MI companies, ultimately falling in love with Arch um, for some of the products and tools that we offer our customers and very blessed to be in the position that I'm in today. Well, that's uh, that's amazing. So, second generation mortgage uh, person employee. Uh, uh, so that's uh, that's really cool. Um, carrying on the family yeah. tradition, and uh, yeah. So, I know we're going to talk a lot about a lot of mortgage insurance today, and I know a lot about how mortgage insurance works. But we're going to dive in specifically on something that I've seen you do, um, which is very interesting. Um, and it's called an appraisal gap strategy. And so I've, I've watched you make this presentation a couple of times. I've heard you talk about it, seen you market it on social media. It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing tool for loan officers and realtors to, uh, to keep transactions going, especially, in, especially in, your, in your area with all the Californians moving there and buying up all the real estate. Um, but before we dig in and, and unpack all that, I think it might be helpful um, just to get so, sort of lay the framework down for all of our listeners, all of our listeners here at Renovation Radio. So so this has to do with the with the appraisal um, in many instances. So I'll, I'll go over the uh, sort of the, the role of the appraisal in the transaction, 
and then um, and how the and how the appraiser determines the value of the property, just real high level stuff. And then we'll let we'll kind of I'll kind of turn it over to you to talk about you know how you know how you guys use the mortgage insurance product to close what's what's becoming the appraisal gap. So um, just real quick, appraisal um, we we use. Uh, there's a home value code of conduct that we use in the mortgage in the lending industry where we uh, have to order an appraisal from a blind draw. We can't steer which appraiser gets the appraisal order that's been in place for really since probably for at least 10 years. And uh, the appraisal's always been uh, forever um, an opinion of value. So it's it's an inspection of the property. The appraiser usually goes on site in most cases, makes sure everything is working and in good order. Um, notifies uh, the lender and, and the buyer and seller to if things are not working properly, it might need to be repaired if there's a safety and soundness issue. Um, and then really just compares the home's condition to similar homes nearby that have also sold in the last you know couple of months and provides their opinion um, of the value. So for the lender, the, the main goal really is to make sure the, the property actually exists. It's there. It's in good condition. There's a, you know, someone's actually put Feet on the ground, and 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 we're and it's certifying that the property is there. You know, with the 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 value we're getting, you know, with with big data, AI, you know, machine learning, all that kind of stuff, we're getting better at learning the value. Um, you know, and so that we we have tools that help support the appraiser in that role of the value, and of course their their opinion matters as well. But it has to fall within a range. Now it's not completely up to them, but the main goal is just to make sure the property is there. And so, um, what happens? Um, in many markets, and of course, in your in your market, especially there in Central Texas, is mm-hmm. the comps have not caught up with the sales price. I think I saw a presentation from CoreLogic last week, who was our main appraisal ordering vendor, and roughly sixty uh-huh. percent. I think it was sixty percent of the sales contracts this year, and then not just in your areas, but maybe maybe higher, but nationwide, the sales contract was higher um, than the sale the actual sales price, and almost the same number. Of them, the the comps in the in the particular market had not caught up with the subject property. So, um, thus, therein lies uh, the the appraisal gap. You know, so the so the so the property value is there. Everybody you know knows it's there. We've got a willing buyer and willing seller who've agreed to a sales price, but the appraiser can't find any comps that may that fit the model um, that support the current sales price. Those comps have not you know posted in in the online record search yet. And they might be there in a couple of months, but they're just not there today. And so what a lot of creative realtors have done to strengthen um, a buyer's offer is they put an appraisal contingency in the offer. So it's not as good as a cash offer as long as the cash has been verified. Sometimes it's not. Um, But they put a contingency in there and then the borrower um, is going to close that gap with their own cash if they have it um, to make sure the transaction still um, closes on time. But you, I believe, have come up with an even, even more unique way to use your mortgage insurance product to help buyers and sellers and realtors close the gap um, between uh, perhaps this, this, this uh, difference in this, this time offset between the comps and the, sa- and the, and the sale of, the, of your product. And you've come up with a, a thing called an appraisal gap strategy. So could you give us a sort of a high level overview of, of how you use the mortgage insurance product to help this gap? Yeah, um, just a little side note here. So year to date, I've done over 90 of these appraisal gap strategy trainings with realtor partners. So different real estate groups all over 
Central Texas, West Texas, um, and kind of North Houston area, which is all part of my territory. So definitely taking off like wildfire. I try to let my lenders know like, hey, let's meet up and talk about this appraisal gap strategy that can help you and your realtors when the appraisal comes in lower than the purchase price. Um, but real quick, I'm just going to give like a quick definition of what mortgage insurance is, or also known as private mortgage insurance, just for some of those listeners that might not be aware of mortgage insurance. But private mortgage insurance is a risk management product that protects lenders or investors against the loss when the borrower defaults or fails to repay their mortgage loan. So PMI is typically required with most conventional non-government-backed mortgage programs when the down payment or equity position is less than 20% of the property value. So in other words, when you're purchasing or refinancing a home with a conventional mortgage and the loan-to-value value ratio is greater than 80%, it's probably a good bet that you're going to have uh, private mortgage insurance. So the appraisal gap strategy that I have been um, training realtors and lenders on is is really just super simple. But sometimes, you know, we all get into the rhythm of, you know, mortgage insurance, just clicking that box of monthly MI, monthly MI. But there's a strategy or a plan B that lenders need to have for when the appraisal comes in less than the purchase price. And basically, all the appraisal gap training um, that I that I present to lenders and realtors goes over is when a borrower is putting 10, 15, or 20% down and the appraisal comes in lower than the purchase price, the lender can then structure the loan to where they increase the LTV to what we like to say bridge the gap or make up the difference um, to now require mortgage insurance. Um, and a lot of the times I train my lenders on this strategy for um, use, utilizing the borrower paid single premium method. This is a one and done fee paid at closing. Um, borrower doesn't have to worry about mortgage insurance after that fee is paid. Um, so it's really nice. A lot of the times mortgage insurance gets kind of a bad rap um, with realtors that you know you don't want to have to pay for MI. Cancellation is kind of a pain. Um, so it's good to know that there are other premium options to select. But in this training that I go over, I really show realtors and lenders how um, when a borrower is putting 20% down and say that appraisal comes in lower than the purchase price, all we have to do is increase the LTV to bridge that gap. So instead of that borrower bringing an extra 20, 40, 50,000 to closing, like whatever that appraisal difference is, they can just do a one-time fee of a borrower paid single premium. They bring that fee to closing, that's paid for. And what's great about that single premium option is um, the monthly payment stays the exact same as the original scenario of putting that 20% down. So it's really a great strategy for loan officers to keep in their back pocket. Um, you can also price this on a monthly. You can price this on a split option. It just all is going to depend on the borrower's individual risk and um but I love talking about the single premium option, especially for our borrowers with great credit and low DTI, because it's going to price very competitively. I mean, on a $40,000 gap difference, instead of that borrower bringing that extra $40,000, all they would do is bring an extra, you know, let's just give a rough estimate of what that scenario would look like of 20, 
$2,251 is what the example shows on the training that I give. So definitely doable compared to, you know, an extra 40 grand on top of what they're already bringing to closing. That's amazing. So there's a lot to unpack there. A couple of things that I, that I took some notes on. Uh, number one, I think you're absolutely right. The mortgage insurance product traditionally has been a product that was marketed as a lender protection product. It was a way for the you know the lender to protect themselves in the event of of, of a default, and 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 the and the lender is the insured in the product, and and oftentimes the the borrower um, is the one who's paying the premium. Sometimes sometimes the lenders pay the premium too. So there's different ways to work it, structure it, um, but ultimately the, ultimately the consumer, the borrower, is is paying for it, and and a lot of times if it was a if it was an escrow situation and they see that mortgage insurance premium on their escrow um, every month and they're wondering why am I why am I paying mortgage insurance you know and I'm not getting any 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 benefit from it and so I love the way that you have positioned the product because um, there is a tremendous amount of value um, that mortgage insurance brings you know to the industry overall um, it does protect the lender in the event of default and we've got a, a fairly recent um, example of what happened in you know years back in 2008. You know, we had bailouts for a lot of the large financial institutions, you know, Fannie and Freddie Mac included. A lot of the large banks failed, but none of the mortgage insurance companies, several of them failed, but none of them took TARP. None of them took uh, government bailouts. Um, they all paid the premiums um, or the claims for each other and accepted a lot of the risk and uh, did it without taxpayer support, which is amazing. Um, so it did. So you guys did your job um, when you were needed most. Uh, to provide mm -hmm. that liquidity during a, a tough financial time and protect the you know, protect the lender in uh, many instances. And so you've got a great track record there. And so now, um, fast forward, you know, 12, 13 years now, and, you know, the, the market conditions have changed and uh, your product is in prime position to be a benefit, you know, for the consumer, for the buyer. But I also see mm -hmm. huge benefits for the realtor as well, um, because the realtor, you know, I mean, they typically had, you know, they if the person didn't have 20 percent down, um, those transactions were a lot of times treated um, you know, not, not as strong. Maybe 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 they didn't prefer those um, as much because the realtor is maybe had been burned in the past with someone with higher leverage um, trying to complete a real estate transaction. So educating the realtors that, hey, this is a way to. Because think about what's all, what's all invested. So the realtor um, has done a great job positioning themselves to attract qualified buyers. Um, they've mm -hmm. shown the buyer, you know, probably spent some time with the buyer, showing them once once they qualified them several weekends, and trying to find the right property. And then perhaps they found the right property, but it was maybe if it was a recent listing, and they might be in a bidding war with cash offers and other folks, and they're somehow they ended up with the best offer at the end of Sunday, and they're in first position. So they've got a lot of time invested to get this buyer this far along. Um, then they've the buyer has paid for an appraisal, so now the buyer's invested. And the last thing, the and, and then the seller now is invested. They've picked this buyer amongst many probably, and so you've got a lot of mm -hmm. that have invested a lot of time. And then if the appraisal comps have not caught up to the uh, to the sales price or where, where they've agreed to, I mean, if that transaction doesn't happen, that's a ton of time invested, and everybody's got to start over with a whole new process. And so you can come in with your appraisal gap strategy and say, hey, you don't have to liquidate your 401k. You don't have to call your parents for cash. You don't have to, whatever it is to yep. come up with that difference. You can use the, the mortgage insurance policy 
and keep the transaction going just like it is. Like you've still got it with an underwriter. All you have to do is just change, you know, change your LTV slightly. And in a lot of cases, if, if, if they've got good credit, um, good credit history, they could probably keep their, you know, PITI very close to what they had. And that's principal and interest taxes, insurance payment that they had agreed on mm-hmm. originally, and then not have to come out of pocket or go finding other cash options to close that gap. Yes, exactly. And just to kind of piggyback on some of what you were saying, Mark, you know, mortgage insurance, what I really like to hone in on with realtors, um, you know, most lenders do know this, but it gives buyers more buying power. So in, especially in central Texas, where our home prices are so high, um, a lot of the buyers, you know, that maybe are from Texas and have lived here, you know, for a very long time, or maybe some people moving in from out of state can't afford to put 20% down on some of these big loan amounts. So mortgage insurance just gives the, the borrower that more of that buying power um, that they need to get that dream home that they want. And this appraisal gap just helps them from not having to liquidate their 401k or get a gift or whatever that may be. They can just do, you know, either a monthly option, a borrower paid single pro- uh, premium option to where they're only bringing a little extra cash to closing and not having to make up the difference. That's that's amazing. So and I, and I think the messaging is also very important as well. So you, with 90 trainings with realtors and loan officers this year, you probably, you might be the number one more private mortgage insurance trainer in, in the country. <laughs> well, I would hope so. I, that's exactly what I want to be. Um, I will tell you that, you know, on a day-to-day basis, I like to talk to lenders. That's who I get my business from and who I kind of, um, you know, target. But um Talking to my lenders, realtor partners, and doing these trainings has been so much fun. And the amount of success and good feedback that I've had from realtors on this presentation has been phenomenal. So I'm definitely going to keep that streak of trainings going up with uh, my lenders and their realtor partners. That's awesome. And I think the awareness is, is so important. I mean, so many stories anecdotally, but I think I, I recall one. I won't name any names here to, to keep everybody innocent, but I was at a golf tournament in Texas, not probably not too far from where, where you are um, this year. Uh-huh. And I was, I was playing in, it was, one of, it was one of the associations and I was playing in their scramble for their golf tournament. And I was paired up with, uh, with a title rep, um, one of his uh, best realtors. And then uh, a, a, an employee, a, a employee from Caliber uh, Home Loans, one of our, one of our competitors here at Loan Depot. And uh, he worked uh-huh. in the servicing department. So the four of us, we had, we had, we're having a great time. It's very hot in Texas in the summer. And we got backed up <laughs> on one of the, uh, one of the holes. And there was a, I won't name any names here, but there was a mortgage insurance company there with a tent. And we, we, we had some time because we were waiting on the group in front of us. And so one of the, so the realtor asks uh, the people in the tent who were super nice, um, you know, what, Hey, what's mortgage insurance? He, he had never heard of mortgage insurance and he wanted to know what it was. And so, you know, they started talking, um, and uh, I could immediately see within about 15, 20 seconds, the realtor, his eyes were glazing over. He had no idea what they were talking about. Um, and so uh, I had, and I think it was I, I, had, I had just listened to one of your webinars, I believe, in the last month or so, and it was just fresh in my mind. And so I, I, I said, hey, um, have you ever had a deal go sideways because the appraisal didn't come in to your sales price? <laughs> and the realtor was like, yeah. And I was like, that's why you need those guys. <laughs> so, so you know. So it was because of your because of your webinar, um, talking about appraisal gaps being fresh in my mind, and uh, and this realtor, this poor realtor, had never heard of mortgage insurance. I think I think the 
I think the awareness is so important because they just they just they, they just don't know what it is. The, and it's funny because a lot of the times when I do this presentation, realtors think that this is something new, and it's not. But like <laughs> I said earlier on in our in our call, we're all creatures of habit, so it's just so important that I get out in front of as many lenders and realtors as possible to just remind them of the uniqueness and the tools and products that Arch Mortgage Insurance can offer and really kind of the strategies or um, kind of backup plans for when a deal might not work, how we can make it work with mortgage insurance. So I love talking to more and more people about this, especially realtors, um, because uh, it's a good way just to help generate business. No, that's that's awesome. So, hey, before we uh, before we sum all this up and 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 and, and recap, um, any 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 other best practices or stories that you wanna you wanna share real quick about about where where you've seen realtors or loan officers or others use the appraisal gap? I mean, I feel like I've seen them use it a ton. Um, specifically in my Austin market, it's kind of slowing down a little bit as far as seeing these appraisals come in um, lower than the purchase price. But in San Antonio and some other markets that I have, we're still seeing it. Um, I mean, the best practice for me, honestly, is just to get as many lenders um, this information as, as quick as possible and let's train our realtor partners because it's important for them to know that you know, mortgage insurance is not the devil. It's not the worst thing ever. Buyers don't have to put 20% down. Um, there's so much buying power benefit for the borrower. And then with a strategy or tools like this, like the appraisal gap, it definitely is something that um, realtors want to know about. And I'm here to help train them and get them up to speed on what's going on. No, that's awesome. And, 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 I, and I think that's super important. I, uh, in the same presentation from CoreLogic and their chief economist last week that they that they did for for Loan Depot, um, it, was, it was interesting. So that last, this year was a very good year for purchase transactions, and uh, mm-hmm. but surprisingly, not the best year ever. Um, the best year ever was still 2005 for purchase transactions. So they're they're actually predicting next year to be a little bit better than this year in purchases, and then possibly 2023 we could actually surpass the record of purchase transactions from 2005. So, so for folks that, oh, are, wow. that are, so yeah, so for folks that are focused on, you know, purchase business and trying to find more creative ways to keep deals going. Um, I think understanding this product and how, and the best ways to use it are going to be become even more and more and more important. And it'll help the loan officers and help the realtors differentiate themselves, um, you know, by having a, having a, an, an option that maybe folks that don't, don't know how to use mortgage insurance correctly, um, we'll have. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm your girl. If you have any questions on mortgage insurance, I want everyone listening to reach out to Haley Duhan with Arch Mortgage Insurance. So keep that in mind. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's actually a great a great uh, segue into the to the last part. So yeah, so how, how can folks get in touch with you? So what what, what else can we know about Arch, and uh, how can folks get, find out about Arch, and how can find folks find out about, uh, how to get in touch with you? Yeah, so um, you can just go to our website at archmi.com and you can look up kind of the sales team on there, depending upon what territory you're in. If you're in Texas, in Central Texas, West Texas, the Panhandle, um, or North Houston, I am your contact. Uh, My email is hduhon, D-U-H-O-N, at archmi.com. And you can look me up on the website and find my cell phone number and email address, as well as any local account manager that you're working with. That is awesome. Well, hey, I know you've got a very, very tight schedule. 
So I certainly appreciate you taking time out this afternoon to talk to us at Renovation Radio. And uh, love, we love the partnership that Lone Depot has with Arch. And uh, we look forward to, uh, to more appraisal gap presentations in the coming year. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Renovation Radio podcast. Please help the show by following us and rating us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please help us spread the word by sharing our podcast on your social media. The views, information, and opinions expressed on Renovation Radio are solely those of the individuals involved. Renovation Radio, because we're all a work in progress.